0: Stacey and Devin the internet tells us that we're a health and wellness podcast but you won't find any professional advice here that's right we are just here to share our journey so that hopefully our failures make you feel better about yours uh Devin is there a category for just relatable podcasts? I don't know probably let's be that <laughs> sounds good uh hi Stacey <laughs> hey Devin how are you I'm good
1: how are you huh. Oh, oh. I'm about as good as a Friday could be (laughs) all right then i got my jab i got my jabby jab
0: Um,
1: oh yeah yesterday I think. yeah yeah you feeling okay uh it was really sore especially this morning and i was super tired yesterday afternoon and like the first part of today but then but then like probably about probably about 24 hours almost exactly i was like over it it's still still a little sore but um Mm -hmm. but it ain't bad which one did you get I got the Pfizer,
0: oh, the, the Pfizer. Pfizer. Okay. Yeah, I haven't he- heard much about that one. I think most people say the Moderna is the rough one, right? Um, the roughest <laughs> one, I guess. But I haven't heard much about Pfizer.
1: Yeah, I don't know what it'll do to me on my second one. The second yeah. shot is is what I hear usually knocks you down. But yeah, um, well, that's also what knocked Thomas down. He got he got Moderna. Moderna. Uh-huh. Aha. Yeah. I'm just, like slightly sad that I didn't get the Dolly because Moderna is the Dolly one. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: Oh, <laughs> I didn't know. I'm
1: slightly sad I didn't get Dolly's <laughs> vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh well. Yeah. Um, you know, I got a vaccine. I am not sad that about that. So that's good. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I'm on my I'm on my way. So my next Yay! one, uh, my second one is the 22nd of April. Um, okay. And then I'll be done. And then... Awesome. Wait two weeks and party time. Yeah. So yeah. Just in time for my birthday. I'll be good. Yep. Good. <laughs> Perfect. Um, anyway, uh, did I ask you how you were doing? How were you doing? Yep, you did. I said pretty good. Okay. You just didn't go into a long ass story oh. like I did. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, didn't, I don't have anything important to report. It was kind of... Work was super crazy. Um... There's a, there's a, um... <laughs> there's something stuck in your supply chain. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Although <laughs> I don't think I don't know exactly what's on that. Uh, ever was ever given ever um, given. Yeah, ever given. I don't think anything of ours, but I would not put it past it. The way that our year has gone, and we're already dealing with a industry shortage situation in addition to all this other crap that's happening. Right. So I I wouldn't put it past it if that whole truck was nothing but my work stuff. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't surprise me one bit. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's, a,
1: that's some special type of something that's happening there. <laughs> yeah um
0: what are you drinking tonight stacy well i'm actually being good tonight Devin. you're being good and yeah i know it's weird um but i'm drinking i'm drinking a sangria but it's one of my mocktail sangrias oh Um, okay Yep. Yep. I'm trying to, I have to go to a wedding in two weeks. And so I'm trying to, uh, you know, kind of watch what I eat and drink and calories and stuff just to kind of yeah. um, be in shape for the wedding. So I only had uh, 80 calories left for today before I went <laughs> on my budget and that was not enough to really do much. So right. I was like, all right, I'm drinking this sangria. it's all I got. So I'm going to, I'm going to savor it and at least hopefully trick myself into thinking I'm drinking. Yeah. 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 Well, now that I... But tomorrow... Oh, lunch. go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I'm also planning to have a cheat day tomorrow, uh, so I don't go crazy, and I'm going to brunch, and it's go- I'm going to have Bloody Marys and good brunch food, so I know tomorrow I'm going to blow it out of the water, so Woo! I'm trying to be good today.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I, um, oh shoot, what was I going to say? I had a thing in my head, and I was going to be oh, like, blah, 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 blah. No, I, it's not your fault. I just completely forgot it. It was related to you being good. Oh, now I remember. Um, okay. So now that my uh, my obese BMI has gotten me my shot, um, mm-hmm. I figured I could probably work on getting down to a healthier weight at this point in my life. Okay. Might not be such yeah. a bad thing. Um, yeah. And I've seen a lot of people have a lot of success with intermittent fasting, which yeah, like... I mean, I know that that wasn't quite what I was doing when I was just skipping breakfast and right. um, having a little bit of weight loss related to that. But mm-hmm. also, I feel like that's kind of what I would be doing, essentially, is yeah. skipping breakfast. So, like, um, I'm going to look into that. Be a, that might be an option for me um, to uh, to try to regulate my food intake a little bit better. Yeah. Um, so that's uh,
0: that, that may be on the horizon. That may be on the horizon for, for a Devin. All right, well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I, I I tend to be kind of on board with intermittent fasting just because it's so, it's such an easy way to cut out some eating time. You know, like it's like, it's black and white. I guess that's right. what, I mean, it's easy to follow is what I mean. Like it's an easy to follow method. Um, and then also if you do the longer ones where like you only have eight hours to eat or something like that, I mean, you can only eat so much in that window before you're right? full. Exactly yeah I think that usually if I when I did it in the past it was only like a 12 hour um, yeah so that's not too that doesn't really cut back much on the calories but if you do the bigger ones it can be
1: yeah it's just it's gonna be it's gonna suck for me because
0: I like to drink what am I gonna drink if I only have eight hours Well, you're gonna have to scoot your window back. Like maybe you don't eat until 3 p.m. or something. <laughs> I, don't eat I don't know. Until 3 p.m. so that I can drink all night. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, that's a sad thing. Um, yeah. Well, I'll figure. Are you allowed out. to have alcohol? I mean, like I haven't looked into it. So it was. I really, just ha- I haven't foods?
1: looked into it a whole lot, but. Um, i had just assumed that you were not supposed to eat or drink any like you know it's fasting oh fasting. yeah I, I mean oh yeah
0: but i could be wrong like tea and water. right
1: um so Coffee. i'll look into that
0: yeah okay but oh look I'll, it sounds I'll do like some i hear, investigation yeah it sounds like i hear a future topic coming up
1: i think that may be a future topic coming up that may be why i was throwing it out there as a as a mm-hmm. potential teaser
0: um all right but nice. i actually have
1: to figure it out and do it stick to yeah. it so okay. <laughs> nobody gets too excited just yet <laughs> there's, a lot of, right. there's a lot of steps involved yeah um i am still drinking my my boda box wine so uh okay you know that's uh that's where i'm at but i'll probably drink something a little bit more interesting tomorrow um so tomorrow is the first day of passover or it is okay. Passover. I'm not entirely sure how it works. But anyway, um, the, um, the I got a, uh, for my church, so I go to a Unitarian church, and Unitarian is very like, Unitarian Universalists are very like all faiths, you know. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different types of religions that are um, sort of, th- there are different aspects of, of all different types of religions that are brought into the church as as ways to celebrate and, and mark certain things on the calendar or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and so there are lots of elements of, of um, Judaism on, in it as well. And one of the um, things that I bid on for a church auction was a virtual uh, Passover seder. Seder, I think, is how you say it. Um, okay. I think you actually say it with a with a. I, I'm probably bastardizing the pronunciation, but anyway, mm-hmm. it's the meal you have um, the meal and the ritual you do at Passover. And so one of the ladies who I know very well in my church, um, is Jewish. And so she is, is doing this. And so, um, I met, (laughs) I met her in a parking lot and got (laughs) my, my setter in a box. So she had like cooked all the food, the like specialized food and stuff that we'll need and gave us candles and all this stuff. So, uh, so tomorrow afternoon, we're going to like get on zoom and then we're going to do like this, this, this whole setter thing is a, is like, <laughs> it's going to be, yeah. So I'm, I'm excited just because I really enjoy learning about stuff like that and, and yeah. participating in rituals that are, um, that are different than mine.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and so Andy, I love your rituals.
1: Yes, I do love my rituals. And let me tell you, I read over, there's like, there's like literally, there is literally a manual for this ritual. There is like wow. a book um, that you follow and there's like wine blessing and bread baking and, bre- and our bed- bread breaking um, mm-hmm. and hiding things. And you have a cup for Elijah in case Elijah, the prophet shows up and like, there's just like this whole... Oh it is scary it is so there are so many it is like the ritualist of the rituals um okay so i am obviously very excited about it
0: yes guess. all,
1: right. all <laughs> right things that i like um to get the kids involved hopefully they'll they'll uh they'll play along because i think that they will you know i think it would be really good for them to be exposed to that and to learn yeah you know um about a lot of different things like this so it'll be it's exciting but anyway i brought up wine because there is a special type of um kosher sweet grape wine that i um that i purchased and i will get tomorrow that is supposed to be like a traditional wine to drink for Ah. your setter um uh so i don't know what it's gonna be like you know how i feel about sweet wine so yeah yeah <laughs> but any red wine will do so i got this and then if it's terrible i just will go back to my my own red wine yeah. okay <laughs> yeah, that sounds good yeah so anyway that's uh that's what i've got coming up tomorrow you're gonna be going to an awesome brunch and i'm gonna be doing a virtual <laughs> passover setter <laughs> yep so how there you exciting go. This nope. is uh, a, <laughs> this may underlie, like, this may highlight the differences
0: in the, in our two personalities. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm sitting here thinking, you paid to <laughs> attend a
1: thing? Yes. I, I paid for a ritual to happen. Yes, yes I did. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I paid I'm, for ritual participation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, but it'll be... No, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And... Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, anyway. All right. That's... Uh, that's me. I, I know that I talk a lot about Jewish stuff now. Um, I promise I'm not Jewish. Um, I'm just learning a lot about Jewish customs right now. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, there you go. Maybe you can do an episode on Jewish customs. Apparently. I might be able to. Yeah. I'm also watching a lot of Northern Exposure, which... Um, you know, one of the characters is a Jewish doctor, and so they talk a lot about Jewish customs.
0: Oh, <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't think I've seen Northern Exposure. Oh my
1: God, it's the best thing ever!
0: It is literally <laughs> the best thing ever. It is my favorite show.
1: It is absolutely my favorite show. Um, wow. Oops. Oh no. Oh no. What? My uh, what my uh, computer almost went to sleep.
0: Oh no. <laughs> uh, what were you gonna say? I'm sorry. Oh, well, no, I was just going to say, um, I'm just now getting around to watching Fargo, which um, the original Fargo came out, I don't know, were they, I feel like they were around the same time, and I know they're both in, like, Midwest, northern Midwestern areas. Yeah, I think so. Areas. Um, so I'm just now getting around to getting into Fargo, so I can't imagine, <laughs> I got to, uh, probably about two years from now, I'll get into northern exposure. There you something. go. Yeah, that'll
1: be, it's, it's a, from what I understand, because I've not watched Fargo, it's, um, it's a lot more lighthearted. <laughs>
0: so good, yes. But it's Fargo just as
1: is. it's just as weird.
0: Okay, okay. Oh, okay, I can see that. I'd probably yeah. like that better then.
1: Yeah, I think he'd like, I think he'd actually really like Northern Exposure. Because it is just very quirky and, and lighthearted and feel good, but also, like, has heart and makes you think.
0: Oh so. yeah.
1: Yeah. Anyway, wow, we're really getting off topic. Um, <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> we were going to talk about uh, Sitting Up Straight. Right? <laughs> yes, also known as posture. <laughs> Sit up straight. I just, <laughs> just like to say for the record that I can't do anything straight. So Stop the idea is true. <laughs> anything. Anything straight will not happen. So sitting up straight is not a thing I can do. I am sorry. <laughs> well, that's okay, you know.
0: <laughs> but um, what, what were we going to say? That seems to work. Oh, I was going to say, it seems to work for you, so... <laughs> You know, whatever. Which we can, because uh, we checked your posture and it seems to be uh, okay. All right.
1: That's what you told me, but I swear, okay, explain to me how this posture is okay. <laughs> okay. I, I sent you and I felt so just like sluggish and bleh in this picture that I sent you, uh-huh. which I'm not going to post for people to see. Sorry, but it's just terrible. Um, but, uh, and you're like, yes, look, there's a line. And you like drew this line on my body oh, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, what does that <laughs> mean? <laughs> okay,
0: yeah, so I guess I should say okay, well, I am in particular looking for one certain kind of posture, uh, okay but there are different kinds of incorrect posture. There's different so, kinds of what? <laughs> yeah, no, I know. There can't be. Yeah. Okay, so now, what I was checking was your forward head posture and in order to check that, you want your ear to be in line with your shoulder. You want your, when you're sideways, you want your ear to line up with the middle of your shoulder, which is why I drew that line on your picture.
1: I see. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess that, I guess my ear does usually line up with my shoulder. Well, oh, I yeah. feel like, I guess it's my back then that usually slumps forward a little bit. Y-
0: yes. And I think I kind of saw that, which I have the same problem. And I think that's a pelvic tilt when you... <laughs> And you arch your back too much. Press. Um sorry. <laughs> oh man, that was a that was a callback to Walking Hard Picture Show? <laughs> yes, yes. Oh my gosh, I totally forgot about that song. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but anyway. Uh yeah, you threw me off guard. Uh sorry. when you arch your back too much, that has to do with your pelvic tilt and not your forward head. So uh, Okay. Okay. Yeah. But um I guess I should get into why we're even talking. Yes, about let's this just
1: what? Yes, this is an important topic for you, and let's explain yes. why. <laughs> okay.
0: So, this is very important because, well, for one, I've been dealing with posture for about three years now. Um, and it's because I had. Okay, well, yeah, let me just back up to the beginning. <laughs> so, <laughs> about. I mean, it was probably even more than that. It was probably five years ago because we were still living over by East Town. Right. And um, I one day was doing an exercise where I lifted. It was like shoulder raises where you take like a very lightweight and um, just lift your arms straight up and out, you know, so you're making like a T figure. Right. And when I would do that, my shoulder, my left shoulder, would feel tired very quickly. Now, I didn't lose strength, so I could still pick up heavy things, and I – I could hold, I could hold through it. So I didn't like, I didn't have to drop my arm, but my arm felt tired, like almost immediately. And I was like, well, that's weird. You know, that can't be right. And so I continued doing some workouts and uh, it didn't improve. And so, um, and then eventually though, like I would have, I remember we were trying to paint our ceiling on our porch and I couldn't do it because I couldn't look up. If I tried to look straight up, my neck would hurt real bad. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah, and so all these things start happening, and then eventually, like, I start having pain. Um, It kind of, like, at the very base of my skull, on the left side, which is the, you know, same side my shoulder was hurting. So on the left side, very base of my skull, and kind of, like, on the side, just slightly behind my ear, you know, so it's, like, right there. And I start kind of getting pain there. So I go to a chiropractor for a little while, and... You know, she kind of does some adjustments or whatever, but it didn't seem to help that much. So I end up going, or then it. Um, I think at that point it started tingling a little bit um, up and down the whole left side of my neck. Okay. And it would tingle down into my shoulder a little bit. And again, I'm not losing strength, and I'm not losing um, mobility. Well, I guess I am losing mobility a little bit in my neck. I couldn't, I can't turn my neck very far to the left either. Um, and so i um when it started tingling i started i went to an orthopedic doctor and the orthopedic doctor sent me to do physical therapy and you know it kind of so i did that for a little while but you know you don't you're not supposed to do therapy forever usually it's like six to eight weeks or something right right so it got a little better and i quit doing that and then that's about the time that we moved up here so then when we moved up here um it all started kind of hurting again and happening again And then, so in October, I went back to a physical therapy thing. And this one was a physical therapy slash chiropractor hybrid in that you would do your physical therapy. And then he would do traction and then also an adjustment if needed at the end. So it was like a little combo. And I did that for a year. Um, and although some of my symptoms got a little better, it still didn't completely fix the issues. Um, and there was a, there was a little scuffle with that, uh, guy in particular, because turns out like he thought I wanted to just be on a maintenance plan and not an improvement plan. And so I had a check in and it ended up being, uh, like he was like, yeah, you haven't made any progress, but that's because you're on a maintenance plan, not a progression plan and our, and our improvement plan. And I'm like... What you know? I've been going here for a year. Yeah, and every week I think I was going just at that point once a, once a week because he had lowered it, which because he thought I was just on maintenance. So yeah, uh, I remember I that. So, I remember that all happening. Yes, I got so pissed because that was such a waste of money. Um, and because I'm, I'm paying for this out of pocket because my I have a high deductible insurance and they don't pay anything for this stuff until you meet your deductible, and my deductible is like I don't know five thousand dollars or something. So, um, we spent a whole bunch of money. So anyway, so I quit there, but am still having neck problems? So I ended up doing, um, my work actually offered this really cool service called Fisera. And I think it's P-H-Y-S-E-R-A, I believe Fisera. And it's a telehealth, um, visit with a physical therapist and it's completely free through my work. Um, so I did a physical therapy once again through that and, um, that the tingling started to improve, but, um, the, I still have issues with some pain sometimes. So no more tingling, but I still can't turn my head very much. And I still have a little bit of pain in my neck. Um, so anyway, all this to say, uh, I do this all, all this time. And basically I went to an orthopedic again, few weeks ago, ended up getting an MRI, finally, uh, because everyone's kind of like, okay, it's obviously not just um, mechanical, since you're still having these problems, and you've been doing physical therapy for so long, that, you know, let's check it out what it could be, so I got an MRI, and I got the results back, and I have two bulging discs, pretty much, between C5, and it's between C5 and C6, and the one between C6 and C7, basically, ugh. Yeah, uh, so that's not cool because you can't fix bulging disc. You can kind of treat their symptoms, right? Um, and but they will ultimately continue to degrade and eventually. I technically, eventually, you'll have to have surgery where they f- they they scrape out the bulging part and they fuse your vertebrae together, which <laughs> is just insane to me. No. Um, but apparently, you don't lose mobility, which I don't know how that's possible. I but you don't, don't lose either. Mobility. Yeah. But anyway, uh, one other thing. Oh, so <clears throat> so what happens with the bulging disc is, yeah, so between your vertebrae, you've got this little squishy stuff, and it usually sits in there just fine. But as it starts to get weaker, it just kind of starts to flatten and kind of come out of the vertebrae. Well, when it comes out of the vertebrae, it ends up pinching nerves, Mm. Um, and that's actually what causes the pain and the tingling. And some people, depending on which one it's in, and it can be in your lower back. It, it Mine's in my neck, but you can have them all up and down your spine. Um, so some people with, like, sciatica problems, um, that might be a bulging disc that's pinching the nerve. Or, you know, depending on where they are, they can pinch different nerves. But luckily i guess that's one thing is that mine isn't pinching anything crucial that's that's like causing me to lose feeling i'm not going numb anywhere right Um, so that's nice but the super interesting thing so part of what was causing the tingling was that i had really bad forward head posture so my head came forward of my body um, and I also have pelvic tilt, but I don't know that if the pelvic tilt—we'll get to that in a minute. But anyway, okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> forward head <laughs> posture from like being on the freaking computer and cell phone all the time, right? Uh, because I started playing the computer at a very young age, and have. Yes. And although I've been active in sports, I've played computer for just as long as I can remember as well, and then have a job that's on the computer all day. Yes. Yes. But so this is the crazy thing. Uh, I used to get eczema really bad on my left hand. Okay. Didn't think anything about it, being connected. But when I went to the chiropractor guy, uh, he was like, uh, you know, when I was telling about my symptoms, he was like, yeah, you, uh, you've got some forward head posture. We'll work on your posture. And he's like, you're probably pinching, uh, something around the, you know, around whatever, see, whatever. Um, and he's like, that can actually cause your eczema because- when you pinch that nerve, then your body can't send the healing signals down to your hand to heal that eczema. Right, And right. I was like, whatever, you know, chiropractors kind of get a reputation of being kind of kooky and crazy sometimes. And so I was just smiling, nod, like, yeah, whatever, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> well, I would say when my posture started fixing, my eczema went away. I, like, Really? really? Yes, and this is not something that, oh, okay, so you developed eczema, and then, you know, a couple months ago, and then you did chiropractic stuff, and then, um, you know, it went away, and it was just coincidental. No, I have had eczema, I mean, I mean, I'm talking years, like, before my neck even started hurting, maybe, like... I have gone to the dermatologist and they gave me like steroid cream and it would clean it up for a little bit, but then it would come right back. And I mean I have been fighting eczema for so many years. Uh I'd say like ten years. And this cleaned it up. When I got my neck in place. That is so crazy. I know. So, um, anyway, so even though, um, the bulging disc, I think is the result of the pain in my shoulder, I think the forward head posture was the cause of the tingling and the eczema, which is no longer happening now that I've fixed my posture. Gotcha. So, yeah. Um, so here are some, I wanted to talk a little bit about, uh, just kind of what kind of problems bad posture can have and why you want to, um, fix it is because, um definitely neck and back pain it can actually cause digestion issues and that's for the same reason like when your body's out of alignment just all the your nervous system stuff nervous system stuff doesn't work right if if something's getting pinched or blocked you know right right so some people that have digestion problems could help with improving their posture you can also if your posture is bad in your lower body then you can have hip knee um hip or knee pain um and also in the higher part like with mine you can actually have jaw pain or headaches Ooh. so a lot of times when you think something else is wrong you know like oh got a headache it's probably just you know pressure it could be your freaking posture right so um one thing <clears throat> kind of a, a big sign too is there's this thing called dowinger's hump and it's where well actually okay so you know when you see those little old ladies, and they're kind of hunched over, and they've yes. got this big hump on the back of their neck. Yes. So there's two reasons for that. There's one, which is the Dowinger's hump, which is an actual, um, your spine is, has deformed because of bad posture. Ooh. So there's that. So it's actually, that is can be a result of osteoporosis. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, so there's that. Or there's another one called a dorsocervical fat pad. That and sounds w- terrible. Yes, it does. <laughs> um, and there can be a couple reasons for that. And that can be with your thyroid or if you take medicines with cortisone in them. Um, like prednisone. Prednisone is a cortisone steroid, I think. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. It can cause that to build up. Um, it, it also comes along with obesity. um, but that can also happen if you're... So they can kind of compound because if your spine starts to kind of curve the wrong way right there, your body will actually build a little protection pad over it because it doesn't want you to like, if you fall and you bang it, it doesn't want you to get hurt. So it right. actually builds a little protective thing there. So I think that's one thing too, is if you're like you're in the mirror and you look kind of there between your shoulder blades, if you start to see a little hump, it's best to get it corrected because if you catch it early enough, you can reverse it. But if it goes right. too long, you can't reverse it. Yeah. Um, so that's one of those things too. Um. So uh, for me, a lot of people would just be, or you'll hear people all the time that just says like, Stand better, or like you said, stand up straight.. Right? You know? Stand up I think straight. A lot of people are like, "But how? you know? Yeah. Um, it's such an easy thing to say, but much harder to actually do correctly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, so uh, and when I first started working on my posture, um, it was it's amazing the progress because because my posture was bad, I would try to stand up straight, what I thought was straight. Uh-huh. And I would try to pull my shoulders back. And it it felt like it was impossible. Like, it was just like, there's no way. Like, I am pulling as hard as I can. And there's no way I'll be able to do more than this. And now that I've gone through all these years of PT and have done lots of different moves, um, like, it's like, I can, I can do things that I, I never thought I could do. And I think I've gotten a little more flexible with, like, yoga and stuff. I can do a little more um which is kind of cool but well i know um, you showed me your progress pictures and yeah number
1: one like i can obviously tell that you have made a lot of progress since 2011 uh Mm -hmm. so looking at that it's like oh my god that's you've really come a long way um the other thing is that it's just really funny to (laughs) watch the camera. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like the photo yes. quality, like completely jumped from like 2011 to 2017
0: to 2021. Yes, because they were all taken with iPhones. Yes, uh, yeah. In the first <laughs> picture, it is so grainy and terrible. Like you yes. can't even. Yeah, and then the last thing you know is pretty good. It's like you know, <laughs> photography level. Camera. How did we ever live like that? I don't know. Yeah. If you go back and look at some old pictures, it's like, th- this is what we used to think was a good picture? <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, that was a big deal. You
1: know, we were all excited about the camera back then. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Anyway. That's
0: okay. Um, so, the... Okay. So, there are ways to check your posture. So, okay. here we go. All right. So... Part of it is, um, well, like I said, so take a side photo of yourself and then draw a line from the center of your ear to the center of your shoulder and they should line up. Right. Um, which is really easy to do on the iPhone because if you go in to edit a picture, you can do markup and then there's actually, they have a ruler that you can put and then you can draw a line beside the ruler. So it's really easy to make a straight line. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, um, the other thing is, okay, so you're supposed to be able, you stand with your back against the wall and with your feet anywhere between two to four inches away from the wall. So your, your feet are slightly away, but you're kind of, so you're kind of leaning slightly against the wall there. Um, and when you do that, your head, your shoulders, and your butt should all be against the wall. Um, and when you put your hand behind your back, you should only barely be able to fit your hand between the wall and your back. So that's where, that's where I also, so now that I've gotten my neck in a line, that's my next thing to work on is because when I line up against the wall, I could probably fit both my hands between my back and the wall. Yeah. And, um, and so that happens when you, okay, so if you're standing up, you kind of like, I don't know, you just arch your back and, you know, you stick your butt out and you arch your back and... But, and so in order to fix that, you stand up straight and you kind of like, it's pretty much the same motion if you were trying to suck your belly in. Um, Yeah. Except for, you know, if you're sucking your belly in, obviously you have to go like, you know, and you have to kind of like, hold your breath or something. But (laughs) so if you just kind of pull your belly button towards your back, it should automatically pull the front of your pelvis up, which then pushes your butt down to the floor. And that's going to bring your pelvis into alignment. And that's another thing that I couldn't do when I first started this. James would be like, straighten your hips. And I'd be, because, okay, you can see it when you're wearing pants. If you if you have on pants and then you uh-huh. look sideways in the mirror, if the top of the pants are straight, you're fine. But if the top of the pants are at an angle, that means you have pelvic tilt. Oh,
1: um, oh pelvic I definitely pants. have a pelvic tilt. I mean, look at that. Yeah. It's like.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so what? James would be like, straighten your hips. And I'd be like, I can't. And, like, I would try to pull my, like, butt down and and tilt it back. And I just couldn't without bending my knees. Yeah. Wow. And that's wow. because your hip flexors get tight from sitting okay. all the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so then you have to do, basically, then you have to work on your hip flexors to open them up so that you can tilt your pelvis back. <laughs> It's like like so many steps that you got to go through just to get, like, fix one thing. Right. Um, But also, I don't know why, but this is, like, one of my favorite posture checks. But to check, so uh, one of the other things, so I talked about head forward posture, pelvic tilt. Uh, A third thing that can also happen is if you have rounded shoulders. Um, And to check if you have rounded shoulders, you just stand, and then you point your thumbs out. And then you lift your hands straight. So try very hard not to turn your hands in any way. And if (laughs) your thumbs are not (laughs) Yeah, if your thumbs are not pointing straight up when you bring your hands up in front of you, then you your shoulders are rounded. Are they supposed to be rounded? No. Oh. Yeah. So what probably ends up happening, and mine aren't quite my shoulders aren't quite fixed yet. Um, but usually what ends up happening is you do that and you bring it up and your thumbs are like 90 degree angles or not 90, uh, 45 degree angles. Yeah. Yeah. Like pointing in. Yeah. Well, mine are pointing out actually. Out? Yeah. (laughs) Like, okay. Okay. So I stand and I bring my arms up, right? Well, put your thumbs out or make your hand, like you're doing a thumbs up, you know? Yeah. 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 So yeah, just, uh, yeah. Stand and then. Make a thumbs up and then just raise your arms straight up. Yeah, they're pointing outward. <laughs> that doesn't. Maybe <laughs> we might have to do a video after uh, okay. after this. Because if I'm looking in your in the photo you sent me, your hands are definitely curved inward. But <laughs> no, maybe you I, were standing. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah, <laughs> we'll do a video anyway. Okay. Yeah, they're definitely. Should, that means you're like really forcing your shoulders <laughs> um but so another thing that especially for women or this is basically for women um when you first try to start fixing your posture something that happened to me a lot is i would be like well i don't want to pull my shoulders back because then it just looks like i'm pushing my boobs out and that's awkward you know i'm right not, i don't want to be like like you can tell that i'm pushing my boobs out well once you also start working on your posture when you do that so you first pull your shoulders back and then if you tilt your pelvis correctly it contracts the it brings like your chest down and your belly button up so your belly button comes up chest comes down so that puts everything back in the middle and correct (laughs) so if you pull your shoulders back and you feel like you know you're sticking your boobs out then you tilt your pelvis and then it's like oh everything's in line now okay so okay now i guess the next um progression in this conversation would be to tell you the, how to fix your posture okay okay <laughs> um now obviously um, you want to go if it's serious enough you obviously want to go to a physical therapist and I am obviously not a certified physical therapist but these are some of the moves that I have done that have helped me so these first couple also help fix that dowinger's hump if you end up having that yeah um so I, I just wanted to call those out separately and then I'll go on to the additional ones but um, so chin tucks and these are terrible because you definitely don't want to do these in public but you just stand up straight and is this then you the just turtling push...
1: that you were telling us yes. the
0: other day? Turtling? Yes. you just push your chin back to basically you give yourself a double chin <laughs> and, yeah, and you hold it for like 3 to 5 seconds and then you release and you should probably feel a stretch in <laughs> the back of your neck Um, and, uh, that's stretching those muscles because when, I guess when it comes forward, you use different muscles and then, so when it, when you push it back, you're strengthening those, the muscles in the back of your neck. Um, but anyway, yeah, that one's funny, but it works great. Um, the next thing is shoulder squeezes and that's just like literally like squeezing your shoulder blades behind you. Um, which leads me to actually rowing is great for posture oh Um, okay yeah if you go to a physical therapist they'll just have you do it with like elastic bands and you'll just you know stand there and pull them back or whatever but um if you're on a rower that's the exact same motion so obviously that's the fact that you've been rowing lately is just great because that you know that right there helps your posture too okay Um, and then the third one for the Dowinger's Hump and Posture, so let's fix both of them, but, um, is wall push-ups, which is you actually get in a doorway or in a corner of a room and you want to try, you just kind of lean against the wall. So they're not very hard on your arms, Uh but what you want is you want your chest to come past your hands so that you have to protract your shoulder blades and then you push back up. Okay. Okay that's why you have to do it in a door or a corner because you're you're actually coming past where the floor would be if you were doing them on the floor okay does that make sense (laughs) i think so okay (laughs) um okay so then in addition to those um cat cow pose the yoga one yes i love
1: the cat cow pose yes favorite
0: pose so that one is one of the ones that really helps me because when you do cat doesn't really do much for me. Cause obviously I already have that flex back, <laughs> but, um, if you do cow pose, that stretches the top of my shoulders and into my neck. And it is such a relief. Like every time it's like, Oh, mm. this feels so good. Yeah. Um, so, that's a good one. Um, also, especially if you're on the computer a lot, uh, you end up curving your chest forward. So, another good one is you just lay on a foam roller and you put the foam roller vertical and you just lay it, so you just lay on it. And so, then your arms and chest are being pulled open because, you know, you're like curving over the foam roller. Okay. This is probably a very hard topic for a radio show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all this is where we need to here. bring in our YouTube
1: channel, so that way you can yes. demonstrate so what be, these look like. Yeah, I could be <laughs> demonstrating here. Do you um, have a foam roller? Do you have one of those? Yeah. Oh.
0: Okay. I actually have two at this point uh, because I had I originally bought a very small one, and I bought it just to like roll sore muscles. But um, when I started doing all this PT stuff, some of it is better on a longer one, and that so I makes end sense. up getting. Yeah, and you can just get it off Amazon, and they're great. I have never
1: used a foam roller. I have heard, I've heard about them. I've heard stories,
0: but I've never <laughs> I've, I've actually heard fables. I've heard fables about the foam roller. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't end up. So here's the funny thing about foam rollers: they they can be. If your muscles are like knotted up or tight, they can be incredibly painful, which is counterintuitive because you're like, gosh, this hurts like like terrible yeah but that means that you should be rolling that muscle more but it hurts so bad um Uh. so i don't roll them i don't (laughs) i don't use it for uh rolling muscles very often i mostly use it for pt stuff
1: (laughs) i'm looking for a phone roller
0: Yeah, there's another one where... um, They can also be used in yoga poses to help with different stuff, so... But um, there's another one where you roll... Like, you you put the foam roller on the wall, and then you roll up and down it with your arms. And that one is to uh, strengthen your scapula muscle, which is just the muscle that holds your shoulder blade in place, which is another problem I had in the beginning. Okay. So, um, So, you could use it for that, but that's not necessary for posture, I guess. I mean, I guess... The scapular probably helps for posture, but, <laughs> but anyway, um, so core exercises and things for your hip flexors, um, because part of what holds your posture in place is your core. So if you have a weak core, you're going to have bad posture. That, um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and like I already mentioned the hip flexor things, which like pigeon pose, if, if you're familiar, I mean, I know you're familiar, but if our yes. listeners are familiar with yoga Pigeon pose is great for hip flexors. Um, and, again, you those get tight from sitting all the time. And if you loosen those, that will help you with your lower body posture. Um, I did want to mention that you can buy – or if you – like on Amazon, there's a whole bunch of braces, posture braces, and they they claim that they'll train you to stand up straight, but that's not accurate. They do not work. Um, oh, okay. They, they will put you in the correct position – but because they're holding you in that position, they never train your muscles to actually hold you in that position. Oh, so, okay. yes, they'll, they, they're they fine if you want to wear them for the rest of your life, but they will never train you to be correct. So okay. those don't work. However, what is okay is if you've seen that ad for that – one posture thing that you like kind of, um, it's like a little sensor that goes on between your shoulder blades and it'll buzz at you when you start to lean forward. Uh huh. Um, now that's fine. Cause that's, you are, it's just saying, Hey, you're, you're in bad posture, stand up. And then you have to get back in correct posture. So that's okay. If you want some kind of tool to help you that, but don't, the braces are, don't do anything. Okay. So that was a lot of me talking. <laughs> um, and a lot of, Complicated stuff to try to explain. (laughs) No kidding. I hadn't even thought about that, but that's... Yeah. Yeah. So, sorry if this was a really boring episode, (laughs) but that's all I have. So, I don't know if you have any questions, but... um, Oh, I guess one other thing is I'm trying to do physical therapy as long as possible because the next step is the... um, There's a epidural steroid injection, which is basically... Yeah, they put this, like, anti-inflammatory steroid in your spine which then causes the area around the bulging disc to not be inflamed, which is good Mm -hmm. uh, because then it doesn't squash the nerve. But I don't know. I haven't done enough research on those to find out, like, how many times can you get that shot. And apparently it's unreliable as far as, like, some people it works for a week and some people it works for a year. So um, I want to try to do that maybe if my pain gets serious because um, uh-huh. right now although i say i mean i have pain at almost da- daily but it's like if on a scale from one to ten it's like a two or a three so it's just enough to be annoying but it's not like really painful occasionally it'll flare up and it'll get more to like an eight and that's real bad but you know it'll last for a day so i don't think in my opinion i don't think i'm at the stage to get that shot yet because if they're like yeah you can only do it twice then yeah <laughs> um i don't want to burn it now yeah. And um so also I wanted to mention that although so bulging discs themselves are not hereditary, but um the your kind of like your posture can actually be hereditary uh due huh. to like yeah. Um so the posture and then of course habits you would kind of inherit those from right. your family and stuff like that. <laughs> um and so that can cause them to be technically like i guess linked to hereditary things i guess i Uh should say it that way um because what's really interesting is my dad has bulging disc and when he was the same age that i am is when he actually had to get his first surgery oh wow Um, yeah he's had i think three of them at this point fused together um and my grandfather had to have he had so many of his fuses together that he ended up having a metal rod in his back. Oh Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, you can't tell me that they're not hereditary. Yeah. I think in my opinion, and this I couldn't find anything online. It said that they're uh, that the actual uh, disc degeneration wasn't hereditary. But I almost think it has to be, because Mm -hmm. given that history, my grandfather, my dad, and now me, and I'm telling you, my dad was the same age. Right. Um, So, yeah, it had to be, there definitely is a hereditary component to it, in my opinion.
1: That makes sense, because I feel like my mom also kind of had the same, just like, you know, a little bit forward, you know, like, Mm -hmm. but probably a pelvic tilt as opposed to shoulders
0: type of thing.
1: Yeah. But I I I did have a question though, and I don't know. Yeah, this may not be a posture question. This may just be this may be something else we should look at a different on a different episode. Um, Yeah. But so I guess this is more of like an ergonomical working from home question. Um,
0: Oh yes. My
1: so when I'm I my default way to sit (laughs) is to Mm -hmm. sit um, uh, crisscross applesauce cross legged like that is my default sitting because i guess because i'm so short so no matter what my chair is i can't reach the ground with my feet (laughs) so i just always sit crisscross applesauce and yeah
0: um and i don't know if that's good (laughs) for
1: my posture or not
0: yeah i think it's actually bad because one (laughs) of the um because i've also looked up a lot of um or you know home because that's one that okay that's when my neck triggers the worst is when i'm on the computer. Right, um, right. and specifically sitting on the computer, not on the com- I'm not sitting on the computer. <laughs> sitting at the computer. <laughs> um sitting at the computer. Right. Uh, <laughs> um and uh, so I at the th- stuff i have looked up, all of them always say don't sit with your legs crossed.
1: But oh no. But but okay, oh, yeah, but know crossed that means yeah, i yeah. mean like with your legs out and crossed or does that mean
0: you know Crisscross applesauce. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point because, um, yeah, it could definitely mean. And when you do sit with your legs crossed, like traditional cross, or like I guess, like I'd, I guess I could say lady cross, even though I know guys can cross. Her, I don't know how you would distinguish that. But anyway, <laughs> one leg on top of the other. Uh, that definitely puts your hips at a side angle. But when you right. sit crisscross applesauce, that does not. Your I mean, hips ca- would technically be flat. It's kind of like a yoga pose, but... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, oh, the thing. So that is a good question.
1: Yeah. Um, I had chairs that had arms for a while, and then I ended up inheriting this chair that's actually otherwise really terrible um, <laughs> from Thomas, but it has no arms. And so my... It's been much more comfortable for me to sit because yeah. I tried so hard to stop sitting this way, but I just can't. Like, I just cannot. This is the way I want to sit. I want yeah. to sit with my legs crossed You know like in this little um you know like yoga pose Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's
0: how I want to work I don't know
1: that's weird I
0: feel you though because I'm not even that short and um 100% of the time I can't touch the floor if I put because you're supposed to put your chair where your arms are um, a 90 degree angle Mm -hmm. and um I can't like I can never touch the floor Mm -hmm. if I'm sitting at that height no and um so, yeah, I feel you because it's annoying to not be able to touch the floor.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Maybe that's good. Maybe that's why you don't have forward neck posture, because when you're sitting crisscross applesauce, you don't lean forward. It keeps you up right. straight. It does keep me up straight. I hadn't even thought about oh. that until we
1: were having this conversation. I'm like, oh, well, maybe that's uh, maybe that's why I managed to
0: like. Yeah. But that also might be when my pelvic tilt is so bad. Yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah. I don't know. But, uh, well, and also, so in addition to computers, the worst part about the forward head thing is, is cell phones. And of course cell phones, like I tried so hard to not use my phone for things, but the truth is they're so integrated in our lives now. So like my grocery list is on my phone, you know, or like, of course communicating, but even outside of communicating, like, you know, if I'm watching my food for something, I've got to put it in my phone and, you know, like. Everything you do. Music. If I want to listen to music, it's on my phone. Mm -hmm. Um, my physical therapy is literally on my phone. Um, (laughs) Oh no. Yeah. And like my workout app that I use on the phone. And so it's like literally everything is on the phone. Um and so yeah. Oh, so yeah, so part of the things is you're supposed to hold your if you can, try to hold your phone at eye level, which makes you look ridiculous if you're like, you know, standing in a store trying to look at your phone and you're like, right. you're holding your hands way up high. But that's a another thing. But yeah, so between computers and phones, I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, all right. Yes. yes. So that was all I had. Okay. <laughs> well, thank and that's, you. And that's it for this riveting episode of <laughs> Weekly Bunny Time. <laughs> Hey, there's, everybody needs to, I mean,
1: like, Thomas gets on me about my posture all the time, and especially mm-hmm. right now, we're all working, well, a lot of us are working from home. Yeah. It's not as easy to to have good posture a lot of times when we're at home.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and, uh, you know what? Like, that's, um, <laughs> that's just the way it is. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is an important topic. It's just,
1: it's kind of boring. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay, though. <laughs> We'll we'll come up with something more exciting next time, I guess.
0: Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. We promise next episode will be so exciting.
1: There'll be danger, adventure,
0: <laughs> and explosions. Romance. <laughs> yeah. I think we can make that happen. You will laugh, you will cry. <laughs> you will cry because
1: you're laughing so much. <laughs> That's right. That's uh, right. Anyway, all right. Well, I love you, Stacy.
0: I love you too. Alright, okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> A Hoots Media Production.